0: Please join me in the Office of Prime on page 108. These are your words, Heavenly Father. Sanctify us by your truth. Your word is truth, amen. This is about as bold a statement as anyone could ever make. All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Who could dare to say that? All power is given to me. Only God himself can say that. Here our Lord Jesus declares himself to be God. He establishes his authority as Lord of the universe, as the almighty God. Then he immediately says to his disciples, go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them and teaching them. This is the older King James translation that uses the word teach instead of make disciples. Of course, a disciple is a student, someone who is taught, a learner. Jesus chose 12 men to train closely in their work of proclaiming the gospel, to teach the world that salvation is won through Jesus' holy life and innocent death in our place. We teach little children to say, Jesus died for my sins. They learn to know their sins, the things they do wrong, and they learn to know Jesus as their savior. In this way they are taught and they are disciples, just like we are, disciples, students, learners. Yesterday we heard of how the disciples Peter and John could not help but tell others the things that they had seen and heard. Things that show them that their teacher was indeed the Son of God, the almighty, the almighty true God himself, the promised Messiah. And so they were compelled to speak and teach and preach this wonderful good news about Jesus. And here in this text, it is clear that Jesus commissioned and commanded them to do that very thing. Teach all nations, baptize them, teach them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. When we hear command, we think of the Ten Commandments. But Jesus here is referring to many things, including this command to teach, to baptize, to preach the gospel. Instead of the word observe, many translations use the word obey all things that I have commanded you. This is certainly part of what it means but it also means to keep and preserve, to observe them and hold to these things that Jesus commands. And Jesus commands the preaching of the gospel and administering the sacraments of baptism and the Lord's Supper. We keep and observe and obey these holy teachings because they come from Christ himself and they are the essence of Christian teaching. This is the work of the Christian pastor. This command is fulfilled here in this chapel when the preacher points us to Jesus as the savior of the world. When the preacher stands here and is speaking the teachings of scripture, we are hearing not simply the voice of a man, but the voice of God. The words are God's and the Holy Spirit comes to to us with that word to use it to sanctify us, to make us holy, to strengthen our faith to forgive our sins, to comfort our sorrows, and to bring us to heaven. This is true not because of any human powers of persuasion or rhetoric, but because of Jesus' almighty power, because of Jesus' authority, his power in heaven and earth. All power is given unto me. That's not just a statement of rhetoric, but it is true and real. Through his powerful word, the Holy Spirit joins us to God himself, just as he did in our baptism when we were baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Now we are not just some insignificant, nameless person, one of those seven or eight billion alive on earth right now, but each one of us, each one of us through this wondrous word and miraculous power of the means of grace is a dear and precious child of God. St. John writes, Behold what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us that we should be called sons of God. He uses the word sons to include all people because sons were traditionally the heirs of the family. And so if we are called sons of God, children of God, we are heirs. Think of who else is called son of God. We are made brothers with Jesus, the Son of God, and through him we inherit the kingdom of God. On the last day, Jesus will say to us, Come, beloved of my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called sons of God. The same St. John also said, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. This is why we gather in chapel each day. We come to see our friends, we come to sing hymns, we come to praise God, we come to have a break from classes, those are all fine and good things, but we come to hear this word of promise, to be forgiven of our sins, to be promised and assured that we are sons of God, children of God, that we are baptized and washed in the blood of the Lamb. We come to be taught, we come to be disciples of our Lord through his promised preaching. We come to listen to Jesus, to be with Jesus, for he promises, lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. Earthly friends, earthly friendships come and go, earthly acquaintances come and go, but Jesus will be with us forever, not just as a friend, but as our loving God and Savior. And when Jesus is with us, His presence is comforting and assuring. It is forgiving. In him we live and move and have our being. For we cannot live without God. We cannot breathe without God. God gives us life and breath and all that we have. When Jesus is with us, we have not only earthly life, but spiritual life, life in God. We are alive in God, we are alive in Jesus, we are alive for heaven, we are alive forever. Jesus has defeated death so that we may live forever. He can do this because he has all power in heaven and in earth. So come each day to hear Jesus, to be taught, to be a disciple and student of Jesus, to be forgiven, to be given eternal life through Jesus, who lived, died, and rose again for our salvation. He is with us always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, forevermore. Amen. Please rise for the responsory. Son of the living God, have mercy upon us. Lord Jesus, be the 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 Father, have mercy on us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. O Christ, Son of the living God, have mercy on us. Arise, O Christ, and help us. Even forevermore. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit, and fill the hearts of your faithful people, and kindle in them the fire of your love. Bless us, Lord, the Spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Bless Let us bless the Lord. Be to God. The Lord Almighty order this day and all our doings in His peace. Amen.